So I'm not going to start it like that. I'm going to ask. I'm just going to say what I'm going to say. Okay. Welcome back to the Backyard Bonfire. We are your hosts, Frank and Andrew. How's it going, Andrew? Frank, uh, I don't know when it happened. Actually, that's not true. I do know when. <laughs> I don't know why it happened. That's not true either. I don't know how it How the heck did Fall just sneak up on us overnight and punch us in the face? I love it. I don't care. I'll take a I'll take a <laughs> face full of fall any day. I mean, I was thrilled because, like, you know, that crisp, cool air, mm. perfect, the perfect temperature is the first day of fall. Mm. When like it's it's like hoodie weather. Yeah. Just punch me in the face. I was wearing a t-shirt the day before. I was not ready for it. <laughs> I know. But I was like ninety so to sixty. Yeah. Sweater weather, baby. It's sweat, sweater weather. And, oh, man, I got a sweater I bought a few months ago. It's finally time to bust it out. It has a little penguin on it. Super stoked. Very nice, very nice. Yeah. From the Shed Aquarium. Support your local Oh, okay. Support your local aquarium. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's not a local, that's not a small business here. <laughs> nope. Or, you know, your local pet smart. Same difference. I don't know if they sell fish anymore. No, a local, you can't. Do pet stores sell whole... fish anymore? Uh, I don't know if it's on the scale that they used to, but I yeah. think so. Because I feel like the last few times I've been I have been in a pet store, I haven't looked. You won't find those tanks filled with fish. Like no, 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 no. You're not finding like 50 tanks. You know, they used to have like everything in there. Yeah. Like, what ha- Like, do you have to like go to like a specialty Probably. fish shop? Probably. You gotta catch your own fish now. Probably. Huh. I don't. I don't know. I know. I don't remember the last time I looked. I'm trying to think. I mean, I go in Petco all the time to get dog food, and I can't remember the last time I've gone through. Yeah. The fish section. Because that's the thing about Petco. They they you know. They organize their store by best pets at the front, and it's always dogs and cats, and then like bunnies and lizards, and then like fish. No, no one goes in the back. Right. I thought about getting a cool fish tank for the kids. Like, what do they care? They're just gonna look at it, but it'd be cool. Yeah. Are you gonna be? Are you the kind of parent where like you see the fish is dead in the morning, so you run out and get a replacement fish? I would have to. Because I'm not, I'm I'm also the type of parent that is not explaining death to my three-year-old. You know, <laughs> like I I feel bad. Literally, mm-hmm. I feel bad saying like when she wants to watch a movie on my phone or something, and my phone is dead. I feel bad being like, oh, my phone's dead, because I don't want to have yeah. that discussion yet. <laughs> when she's, I don't want. I'm waiting for the wait. What does dead mean? I'm like, uh, you know, I'm just so like right now, like if my battery's dead, I just say, oh, it has no battery. Like that's all I say. Yeah. Because I don't, I don't want that discussion right now. I'm not ready for it. Yeah. <laughs> so. No, that's fair. I remember when I was little, I didn't understand death all too well, and I went to a funeral with my folks, and I understood the person had died and passed away, and or like I, I don't even know if I understood that. I know we saw a person in a casket, like, at the wake, right? Mm-hmm. And then there was banana bread downstairs. 
And I love that banana bread. And I ran around like crazy downstairs, you know, making as the kids no- always do yeah. as the kids always do. And I don't even have a. And my only memory is getting back in the car at the end of the week and be going. That was so much fun. When are we going to another one? Oh, my God. <laughs> so, yeah, death didn't really. Have the the worst impact on me the first time around. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Seriously, but like, I'm, I'm, I'm not ready for that discussion. Yeah. So that can wait. It's so yeah. I would definitely be going and getting a fish, a gerbil, a ham, whatever animal it is. Like, I'm already dreading the fact that like, my dog is five years old. Like, she's probably only got a good four or five years left in her, right? Dogs nine, nine to I eleven f- maybe. I f- you see, I feel like you know, a dog hits eight, they've lived a good life. Yeah. But you, you're seeing dogs get up to like 18 years oh, old. Yeah, but this, but that's like only like certain breeds, right? You see, I don't know. I mean, yes, but I don't. I couldn't tell you what breeds are what. So the average, the current average lifespan for a dog is 10 to 13 years. Here they have it by breed. But she's a mutt, you know. It's like probably longer if she's a mutt, just because. You think it's longer? Yeah, because mutt means less genetic problems, most likely. You know, what you get, do you think is the least? Uh, a bulldog. Bulldog, six years. Oh, my goodness. Or a pug. Pug, pug, pug. Pug is 11 years. Oh, that's surprising. Yeah, just any, like, mal- genetically It's like the ones with the weird noses dog. or the, like, really big. It's like a Bernese Mountain Dog is only eight. Oh okay. A uh, Saint Bernard is only eight. That's that one is okay. That's. Dude, I saw this lady walking a dog today. I don't know if it was a Great Dane. It didn't look very. It looked kind of like a Great Dane, but it wasn't full Great Dane. Yeah. So I don't know what it was. Like a Scooby Doo dog, dog. This dog was up to her chest, and yes, she was a shorter lady, but this dog was freaking massive. And I'm thinking, there's no way this lady does not get pulled away by this dog if it runs people need to be more conscious about getting a size appropriate dog for themselves i think like i think the dog was walking her to be honest yeah i mean (laughs) yeah no that's that's scary it's it's awesome i like when small people have big dogs and i love when huge people have tiny dogs dogs. but tiny people really should avoid getting bigger dogs just because are going to have more trouble controlling them. Right. And, and you never know when something can go crazy no. in it. And then you got to explain death to your kid. Right. Exactly. So I'm, I'm not, <laughs> you know, as much as it, as much as sometimes this dog drives me crazy and I'm ready to just go knock her out. I, I can't, I don't yeah. know what I would do. So, yeah. All right. How are you, Frank? <laughs> Andrew, I'm, I'm disappointed. Oh man. I let I let myself down. I let you down. And I, I let our listeners down. You let the listeners down. So last Monday I was supposed to call you and I didn't. Ah Yes. No. I was I was on National for it. Talk Like a Pirate Day. I was supposed to call you and I gave my word and I said I will do it. Yeah, and, and you'll call not. me out when I don't answer the phone correctly. 
And I didn't. And then I listened to the podcast on Tuesday because I don't know, it was Tuesday. And I listened, I was like, son of a bitch. (laughs) You know? Yeah. I can't believe that I forgot. I'm so upset with myself. I wanted so badly to come on here and be like, ha, Andrew did not answer Ahoy. And I I just can't. can't. I had a great talk like the Pirates Day, now that you bring it up. Did you talk Uh, like Pirates? Uh, I... I explained the origin of Talk Like a Pirate Day to coworkers who unwillingly listened to me explain. <laughs> Only because they were in your same cubicle. Yeah, pretty much. It was pretty great. Uh, and they, they didn't, they're like, wait, this is real? <laughs> like, they, they did not believe me for a second. I'm like, no, it's real. It's Captain Slacky, Slappy and Captain Chumbucket, two pirates from Oregon in 1995. Oh, it was, it was a time, time in my life. And then I sent out a few pirate texts here and there. It was a good time. Okay, that's all that matters. Yeah, but uh, I was just I, very disappointed. Yeah, I I respect that you owning up to your mistake because, if I'm perfectly honest, I have forgotten about it. I remembered on Monday, but I didn't give you crap about it, and since then I've forgotten. But yeah, you're totally right to be disappointed in yourself. You let the team down. You let the podcast down. I and, let, the, um, I let the whole podcast. Down. Uh, so then the podcast rank. Bye. This is where we ended. <laughs> Bye. Um, yeah, no, I was so mad, and it's it's been a big, it, it's been a week of updates. Okay, so there's that. Yeah. And then I'm in Target, okay. shopping as one does. Yeah. And I see this guy just like he's walking in as and as I'm walking in, and he's like doing a hustle. Oh he's yeah. He's doing like. Yeah. I'm You're about like, to poop my pants kind of hustle. Yeah, weaving through people, just right? like, just like, yeah, staring the so like, lane open. Oh, yeah. snap. And so then later on in the store, I'm in an aisle, and I see him again. And he's on his knees, and he's digging through something. And I was like, what is this guy doing? And I go down there, and he's digging through the bin of fresh Hot Wheel cars. Oh, I've seen these folks before. Dude. I know, that's why I was yeah. saying. We discussed it. I'd never seen it, but this guy was all up in there. Yeah. Like, he had piles on the floors, and he's doing all this stuff. It's crazy. Yeah, I, I, I guess I understand it, because I guess there's money to be made mm-hmm. from it. Or, like, if you're a rabid collector. But, man, just, like, the piles on the floor and all that, like, at least be, like, decent about it. <laughs> you know? Like, right. I get rushing through the store, but that doesn't give you an excuse to, you know, throw the whole shelf over just to, like, see. Obviously, the Hot Wheel cars, they're always in those, like, boxes that are, like, two feet wide and, like, five feet tall. Yes. Right? Like, mm-hmm. and so, like, you do kind of have to, like, dig through them because they're intended for, like, oh, you're walking by, you'll grab one. Grab off, one off the top. Yeah, for your kid to play with. Yeah. You know? But, no, that's rad, man. Like, I know, like, people, like, they open stores dedicated just to, like, Hot Wheels, you know? like Yeah, I had just never seen it, so I was very, you know, interested yeah. to watch this guy. Did you check if there was, like, a hot drop? Like, I don't know. Because surely there was. There must have been. I mean, the bin was full. Yeah, I mean, the, is the bin ever not full, though? Ooh, I don't know. What do you think? They just have, like, a box, and they say, hey, go top off the Hot Wheel bin? I I feel like, yeah. Right? <laughs> I don't know. 
I mean, like, I don't think I've ever not seen a full because, you know, there's the, the Hot Wheel guy coming in on a Tuesday, you know, when they restock the new Hot Wheels. He grabs his and then no one else buys them for a week. I'm trying to think of when, what day of the week this was. I think it was a Saturday. Yeah, okay. No, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> My local grocery store, Jewel, has Hot Wheels in one of those bins. How many do you uh, think a grocery store like that sells how many how like in a week in a a day you think they sell more than one a day no probably like five a week right you get that one kid that says mommy 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 like is that even profitable at that point i think a lot of things in stores are not profitable yeah I mean that or they're so profitable it's okay to hold on for one a day. I mean like that's like the beauty of like pasta, right? It never goes bad and you can like and it's super cheap to produce. Yeah, I don't I I because that or I don't know what the markup is on a Hot Wheel, but it's like hey, if we sell one, we just made 8 bucks off of it probably. Yeah, and then they then they sold it for like 8.50. Right. <laughs> So, I don't know, but that is weird. There's a lot of things. Like, you ever, like, look at the candy on, uh, like, a store shelf and be like, man, when's the last time somebody bought that type of candy, probably? You know, I tend to go for the weirder candies sometimes. Yeah, but doesn't that make you nervous that you're the only one going for that and that's probably been sitting there for, like, a couple weeks? I'm, I feel good about buying that candy at a grocery store just because i feel there's enough traffic of people in and out in a day to like cycle candy what about like a gas station gas station i'm also fine with i get nervous when that candy's in a vending machine oh i've had some nasty vending machine we have this we have one of those like quarter turn candy machines at work okay yeah it's like a giant thing filled with mike and ike's and you put a quarter in and spin it and you get a handful of them yeah. Dude, I've never seen that thing refilled in the time that I've been there. It's been over 10 years. And still, there's every, you know, every now and then, there's somebody that'll go put a quarter in there and eat them. And be like, man, these things suck. But we still all do it. We still, once, you know, every now and then, somebody's got yeah. a quarter and they go, I'll get some Mike and Eggs. I'd, I want to see you just empty it one week and see if it gets refilled. Just like take a 20, yeah, get I don't even quarters. know whose job that is. I mean, there's all these TikToks where it's like, I bought a gumball machine. Let's see how much money I made this month. And, like, they go, like, refill their own gumball machines and they, like, take it to a business and be like, can I leave it here? And, like, I guess that's how it works. Oh, interesting. So, like, I don't know. I've I've never seen it. There's three of them. I think one's Mike and Ike's. One is... Is it Chicklets? Probably Chicklets. Probably. That's a pretty classic. And there's one more. I don't remember what the last one is. Is it not a gumball machine? Just a straight up? It's just straight up three glass boxes with quarter turns on the bottom. Yeah. Uh, so the third one's not gumballs? I don't think so. Lemon heads, maybe? I think it's... Man, I don't know. Maybe there's only two. That's how often I don't know anything about this thing. Yeah. I had a go-to one when I was a kid, and I loved it. It was a bouncy ball one. 
you get a bouncy ball. Oh, Dispense. yeah, those were awesome. And then you'd bounce it around the store, and then you'd lose it. Yeah, my mom didn't let me buy them until we were leaving the store. She she knew better. <laughs> so then you almost got hit by the cars in the parking lot, Chase Andrew. <laughs> exactly. Yep, yep. But this bouncy ball machine dispensed the bouncy ball, and then there was, like, a ping-pong-style game where you got to, like, you know, just keep it up a little longer. Just So, so you, you, like, play with the bouncy ball before it dispenses the bouncy ball. It was great. Okay. It was great. <laughs> and it, it was the crappiest pinball machine because it was, it was the two paddles and then it was a picture of a soccer field and then they just poked holes in random spots on the soccer field for the ball to fall through. So there was really like nothing like to it, you know? Mm-hmm. That was it. It was like, nowadays I'm like, this is absolutely pointless. But back then it was, it was a thrill. It was, it was bouncy ball soccer. I I mean, bouncy balls are so weird. Yeah. Because they're definitely something that, like, every kid enjoys. And somehow you and you always get them. Yeah. But you never see them again. Yeah. Like, you, like, either dig them up 15 years later and you're like, how do I still have this? Or you just lose them forever after, like, one good throw. And it's still bouncy. Yeah. I mean, they, they're never not bouncy. The key was, like... Sometimes you find, like, a really good bouncy ball, and you're like, oh, I can't lose this one. It bounces so high. But then you want to throw it more often. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you learn how good, like, golf balls bounce. <laughs> yeah. We used to play that in the backyard. Just everybody stand in a circle, and somebody would whip a golf ball at the ground, let it bounce up, and see who could catch it. Marvels of engineering, man. Marvels of engineering. I, uh, I, yeah, I saw a video of a blacksmith. They were making like a horseshoe, and there's two of them, and they were like rhythmically hitting their hammers. Oh, yeah. And it, was, it sounded really cool. It looked really cool. Mm-hmm. And then in the comments, someone's like, "The way you know it's a really good anvil is like the hammer bounces. Like the higher the hammer bounces off the anvil, the better an anvil it is." And I'm like, "Huh, that's interesting to know." And that's because it makes it easier to keep swinging because right. put less energy into bringing it back up. A little fun fact for you about anvils that I had no use for besides this podcast. <laughs> that's funny because I knew that one. Really? Okay. Yeah. I'd like know. an a- I'd like to own an anvil one day. Dude, I wanted to try to do uh, what's that called? Forged in fire. Forging. I wanted to start forging things. Yeah. Because you can make one, like, out of a coffee can. Yeah. You don't need a lot to get going. You don't. And I wanted to try doing it so bad, because what... Really, I just want... I don't know why. Like, what am I going to make? Nothing. I mean, everyone makes knives. Like, that's the only thing people make. They make that's knives. That's all I would make. Yeah. But it'd I mean, be awesome. Would be awesome, wouldn't it? Like, just I mean, help. just making a knife that I could have, even if it's, like, the worst, like, the ugliest knife possible, as long as I could get it sharp yeah, and be like, I made this, like, that is just dope. Yeah. Awesome. It's amazing. Yeah. We, uh, when I went to Ecuador, uh, there was uh, a guy there. His name was Don Javier. And he's like, I made this knife. And, like, me and my friends were like, this is the coolest fucking dude we've ever met fucking mm-hmm. hunts he, and we like made up like this mythology about him he 
he hunts jaguars, he makes knives, and he like <laughs> makes sacrifices to the god of the volcano. He is a fucking badass. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, that would just be... It would be so cool to just be like, I made this. Yeah. Incredibly difficult. Hard back-breaking work. But pretty oh, rad. Yes. Yeah. I gotta learn to get better at sharpening knives before I even attempt to make one, because my... My sharpening game is not where it needs to be. Yeah, but you're talking about, like, kitchen knives, right? I mean, you gotta sharpen every knife you make. Very true. But I wouldn't be making no kitchen knives. Uh, maybe if I got good. I mean, if, my if first, you got... My first couple of times... I, I just want to try it to see how bad I am. At making a knife? Yeah. Because, you know, I'm going into it and be like, how hard could this be? Then I spend eight hours on a freaking two-inch little knife that comes out that's, like... Not even. It looks like a banana, and you know it's gonna be like oh, breaks on the first swing. Yeah, I'm gonna do those uh, forged and fire tests. Like start hacking through a rope. Yeah. You know and the, the knife's gonna fling. Yeah. Like how? Like my, the thing? Like how do you even get? Like you have to take a class, right? Like you can't figure out any of this stuff on your own, can you? Oh, YouTube, 100. percent Dude, YouTube. You can literally YouTube anything. Yeah, that's. I mean. Yeah, I feel like almost there, everything that I've done, almost anything that I've done, I like at home, I've learned to do via YouTube. That's fair, but there are several things I feel it is very worthwhile to like be able to take a class. Oh, a hundred percent. Feel like forging would be in there. I do not think you could teach yourself to do glass blowing by yourself in your backyard. For example. No, but that's also very like specialty equipment. I bet you could. Well, if you're making a forge for an to like forge stuff, I bet you could make some kind of forge for glass blowing. Yeah. Well, hmm. I don't know what. Yeah, but where do you get raw glass? How do you wait? What is raw glass? Well, isn't it just like sand melted down? <laughs> I have no idea. Zero idea. Uh, I'm sure there's different. I honestly don't know. Like... So that one you might need a class. But 100%, there's probably, there's definitely a, here, look, I'm going to go to YouTube right now. I'm going to search homemade glass blowing yeah. kit. Do you know what always appealed to me is the idea of like one day having a backyard and being like, you know what? I'm going to build a pizza oven in my backyard. I'm not going to buy a pizza. Just like build a brick pizza oven in the backyard. And then never use it because it's too much work. How but to like, make a middle metal flow from sand coat to glass. Was it? Is it sand? It must be. It says from sand to glass. Nice. Nailed it. Put in the side effects here. How to build a how to build a foundry out of propane tank in under five minutes. That sounds dangerous. Yeah, it does. That's clearly what a couple of these people are doing. Interesting. Okay. I feel like a lot of these people, uh, they also tend to live in more rural areas, so they have a lot more space to play around with. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, you're not going to see someone trying to build themselves a foundry, like, in their, like, 10-foot backyard in the city. Oh, no, for sure. Right. Although there is that one person in the city 
that their garage butts up to an alley and they take up the alley doing this weird hobby. Oh yeah, and like you just have to like always just drive around whatever they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, there's Dick blowing some more glass. <laughs> Got a bunch of glass vases hanging from string in his garage. He's out there listening to like classical music or something. Yeah. Drying out that glass, right? You gotta dry out the glass. <laughs> I have no idea. I don't know how it works. No. No. Yeah, I've 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 watched enough Blown Away on Netflix to know you you blow the glass, then you put it like in like an oven so it can cool down slowly. Right. Yeah. That's true with many uh Correct. hot things. <laughs> not, not forging though. Forging, you stick oh, yeah. that sucker yeah. in cool as fast quick. as you can. Yeah. 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 All about that. Boom, boom, ah. boom. Forging. All right, Andrew. You have two buttons in front of you: a red button and a green button. I press green because that's to answer the phone call. The red button is an instant one million dollars. Oh, I hate these questions. Okay. The green button is 50-50 for $15 million. Which one are you doing? Green button. Me too, right? I'm a gambling man. 50-50 for $15 million? Yeah. Here's what you do. You go get your buddy. You say, hey, let's both hit this button, and we'll just split it. Yeah. It averages out to $7.5 million. Yeah. Good yeah. job. Okay. Easy. So here's the Easy. thing. Okay. How much oh. money... Because this is that's to me it was obvious fifty fifty two right yeah and I think it is for a lot of people but here's the question how much money does the red button need to offer you before you don't even think about the green button right or like how low does the green button go right no I think it's it's the green button has to say the number it is oh, how um, high does the red button have to go for you to be like no red button uh math realistically two million. Um, oh, interesting. Okay. Mathematically, probably like six million. Right. Well, because then it's fifty-fifty. Exactly. <laughs> so obviously, realistically, yes. Uh, yeah. I mean, we've had the conversation before. Give me two million, I'm golden. Really interesting. So like, I, I don't like... like I don't care about more than that to take the shot. I feel like an instant. Oh man. Because here's pass the thing. Up, to pass up the chance on fifteen million. I feel like I need at least five. I I get where you're coming from, but here's where I'm coming from. Someone's walking up to me, presenting me with these two buttons. His name's probably Alfred. He's probably wearing a tuxedo. And he probably gets paid like 200k a year tops. Okay. I take the two million. I offer him 500,000 to let me press the buttons again. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And then I press the other one. See what happens. I don't think that's allowed. How many times? Okay. How many times if you had to pay a million dollars every time you pressed one of the two buttons? How many times are you pressing that green button? Okay, hold on. Say it again. All right. Let's say you just have the green button. 50-50 shot for 15 million. You have to pay a million dollars to press it every time. Are you... Betting on that? No, I don't have a million dollars. Right, you can get a loan. Like, like how, how, how 
much risk are you willing to take on to, for the chance? Like, are you going to, like, try to secure $14 million from somewhere to press that button 14 times just for a chance? Because no. there, there's, there's a 50-50 chance, but there is a chance that 14 times in a row you don't get it. Yeah, I don't think... Wow, to, no, I don't think paying a million dollars is worth a 50-50 chance at anything. The amount of trouble and paperwork that that is to get a million dollar loan and then to not even for a 50-50 chance? Yeah. But no shot. you can press that button as many times as you pay get a million dollars. Yeah. So I can go get 15 million dollars and still miss it 15 times. You can, yeah. Yeah, not no, it's not happening. I mean, it it averages out. The most amount of money I'm paying to hit a button for a 50-50 chance for $15 million is 20 grand. Okay, that's a good number. Because I, it's, it's I thought you were going to say I thought you were going to say like 1000 bucks and I was going to call you insane. It's, no, 20 grand is a good number. It's small enough to where you obviously don't need to go get a loan from the bank. Yeah. But it's financially, it's a big number to where it's like, oh my God, I'm risking $20,000. Yeah. Like, it's it's a large number. But you can financially recover from it. Yes. Like, I, I know. And yes, see, here's the thing. $20,000 is a shit ton of money. Oh, it's a life-changing amount of money. Yeah. But... It's also a realistic number that one person may have without going to the bank and saying, hey, I need a giant-ass loan. Yeah, I could secure probably 20 grand fairly quickly if presented with that opportunity. Yeah, I think I could. I think I think my bank is like, you are pre-approved for a 30 grand loan or whatever, so yeah, I could. <laughs> yeah, but that's, I mean, even that's, you know, it's not a million dollars. No, it's not. It's not. And then it's 50-50. It's like, okay, you don't feel absolutely ridiculous if you miss it. Okay. So for 20 grand, what are the worst odds you're looking at? Oh, my goodness. You're accepting to get 15 million. Like, are you doing like 20 to 80 for 20 grand? Like one in five chance? Yeah, what? I would say my the worst odds I would go is maybe one in five, one in six. For twenty grand. Yeah. That's a lot for twenty grand. I think I wouldn't go past one in four, one in three. A quarter twenty five percent chance. Like the difference between one in three and one in two is like a fifty percent difference. Yeah, I don't know. I mean it's like Hmm. One in five. Maybe one in four, I guess. Because to me, it's still... I look less at the... And, and here's why I'm a terrible gambler. I look less at the odds and more about that $15 million. <laughs> so I go, oh, it's $20,000 for a chance at 50. And I just say for a chance, not for a one in four chance. Yeah. Just for a chance, and this yeah. is why I don't gamble. Yeah, because because again, statistically speaking, you take that every time. 
because in the long run it pays off. Yeah, and statistically speaking, if you spread out your name on the wheel. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what it is. Remember, we had that conversation. Spread your name out on the wheel or all in one spot? Yeah, no, you spread yeah. it out, man. I think I was of the opposite. You were. Yeah. So was everybody else. Yeah, because you're wrong. Actually, I'm not wrong. I, I mean, at the end of the day, it makes no difference. <laughs> No, I'm saying no. We're not doing this again. <laughs> I'm saying I'm I'm not wrong, but you're not right. Yeah, that's, that's true. I had an instance where I was I think where I think I was clearly in the wrong the other day, and I didn't realize it until oh, I yeah? fact. Um, I went into a, a Barnes and Noble to browse and find a book, and so I went up. You know how they have like those kiosks with the computers, and you can like type and search. I've never been in a Barnes and Noble. Okay, have you ever been in a library? Yes. And you know how you can like. You know, type? you know when the last time I was in a library. When's that? I don't know. In high school, because there was a library in the school. Yeah, you should probably go check out a library in the next year. Yeah, maybe. I mean, you. The, here's the thing. You and me, we can both agree libraries are great, even if we don't frequent them often. Correct. Yes. Oh, they're fantastic. I mean, you got to instill that value into your children. Yes. There's a guy at work that just went to the library, and he's like, he's, he's a little older, and he's just like, did you guys know that, that you have, like, you can rent movies from the library? <laughs> We're like, yeah. Yeah. Now you can rent, like, 3D printers and power tools yeah. and video power games. Power tools? What? There's, like, tool libraries some places for, like... Yeah, That's man. Cool. I didn't know that. Depends on the library and, you know. Okay. All right, so you're in Barnes & Noble. Yeah, I'm in Barnes & Noble, so I go up to the little book kiosk to, like, look up the book, and I find it. And then someone comes up to me while I'm at the kiosk, and they're like, hey, can I help you find what you're looking for? And I'm like, yeah, I'm looking for this book. And they're like, oh, it's over here. And then as we turn away from the computer, she, like, very slyly, like, turns the computer off. And I'm, I go, oh, I don't think I was allowed, supposed to be able to use that computer. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. I just walked up and started using a random computer. Oh, like it was just for the employees to look up stuff? Yeah, but like it wasn't like it was like in the middle of like everything. It wasn't like off to the side, you know, it wasn't like behind a desk. But it's interesting because to okay, so I'm going to put this in the way that I would picture it is in Ikea. There's kiosks throughout for the employees to use to look up numbers and stuff for you. Oh, no. There's also kiosks in Ikea where you can, like, build a room. Yes, but that's yourself. not that. There's, like, these little, just next to a pillar is a computer for an employee to help you. And I'm going to say if it's like that, you're in the wrong. No, I was a, I was, I was 100% in the wrong. Oh, so it wasn't for you at all. You're sure of that. I am like 99% sure. <laughs> I was in now, the here's the thing, though. Yeah. Were you able to access the program that you needed, like, right away? Like, it was just like a, you moved the mouse or whatever and the, said type in your book title or something? I exited out of a box that was covering it up because someone else had looked something else up. Okay. And then it was just easy as would you type in the title and it tells you where it goes? Yeah. And at what point did she interrupt you? As, a, like... 
it took me like 30 seconds to look it up and she was there in like 31 seconds so you had already found your destination yeah interesting and she like she like very she didn't mention it she very gracefully like if you weren't paying attention you wouldn't have noticed but i'm like i don't think I was maybe supposed to use did it. she just like clear the screen or she like no she exited it out and she turned it off really she turned the like monitor off interesting i don't know i don't know how i feel about that oh i was <laughs> i'm just so used to like walking into a library where they have that like reference available for you and i'm like shit i should like my first instinct was to ask someone and i'm like that person looks busy i'm gonna just use this computer <laughs> I'll tell you what, the last time I think I was in a library, I remember going through, like, the filing cabinets of little ticked cards. Yeah, the... Where the books were. What were those things called? The filing cabinet thingies? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were, the yeah. Dewey like the Dewey Decimal System? Yeah, the weird, the super Not... long Rolodexes, and you're just like... Yeah, yeah. I know exactly what we're talking about. That was a very long time ago. I can't remember the last time I've been in a library. You go to you got to go to or a book. I feel like I've gone there and gone to like a side room right away. Okay. Yeah, like for a meeting. Yeah. Yeah. Hit up a library. They're great. They're they're great to just like walk around in. Yeah, I'll have to do that. Yeah. Been too long. Too long. Support your local libraries and your local shed aquariums. And your local shed aquariums, everybody. Peng- Penguin sweatshirt from the shed aquarium. Penguin publishing book from the library. Like, Is that what your book was about? No, Penguin? just because oh. Penguin, just... Penguin Publishing is just a very common... Oh, Penguin Publishing, yes. Never yeah. mind. I knew that. Yeah. I knew that. I will say I do not have enough Penguin books. <laughs> You can never have enough, though. Yeah, and I have, like, zero. So, I need, I need to give me some Penguin books. All right. Yeah. That's right, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think we can wrap this one up, huh? Yeah, let's wrap it up. The show's over now. But don't lose your tempers. Here's one more thought. It's the final embers. Andrew, do you know... You know what? No, I'm not going to start it like that. Because every time I start a final number with Andrew, did uh, you know this? And you go, yeah, I did. <laughs> so I'm not going to start it like that. I'm going to ask. I'm just going to say what I'm going to say. Okay? Okay. And it's something that I learned recently. Yeah, hit me with it. That I thought was interesting. Okay. Yeah, no, so for sure. So playing tic-tac-toe. Yes. And it gets to the point where you know neither of you are going to win. Yeah. Do you know what that's called? It's called the Cats Game. Yes. Now, Andrew, don't answer this all smugly like you're gonna. Okay. Do you know where that came from? The word a cat, uh, the meaning a Cats Game. Absolutely not. I actually don't. (laughs) Really? All right, I got you on one. So it actually came from the fact that like a cat can never catch its own tail, so it became a Cats Game. Because there's no clear end or winner. Because the concept is that a cat cannot catch its own tail. Oh, because like if a cat caught its own tail, the game would be won. Yeah. Oh, that's an interesting tidbit. That's the kind of thing you'd hear on a pirate ship. Ah, oh, it's a cat's game. 
Roland. I don't know. Let's see where it came. Let's see. Let's look up the history. Oh, that didn't yeah. The no, that's. I always just remember being like. Is that oh. only used in tic tac toe? Maybe. I just remember you like draw the giant C on everyone that you don't. Yeah, yeah, with. yeah. But uh, there was definitely a point I think in like fourth or fifth or sixth grade where I spent an indoor recess just figuring out tic tac toe because you know like once you know you never lose ever. Uh, and that's what I did for recess, and then tic tac toe got that much more dramatically boring. Oh yeah, once you learn like how to actually. Yeah. I'm a Connect Four guy now. Ooh, interesting. I love a good Connect Four game. Yeah. Connect right. Four is pretty sweet, you know. You can't connect three. You don't need to connect five. You just got to connect between three and five. There you go. <laughs> but anyway, so I thought that was interesting. Your no, cat that's... cannot catch its own tail. That's why it's called a cat's game. I don't know if a cat can't catch its own tail, though. That's the well, one. Well, I think they say the same thing about dogs, but some dogs can. I've definitely seen I think, seen, like, yeah. the original concept is that yeah. I've never seen a cat chase its own tail, though. See, because here's the thing. I'm, animals do this for fun, right? Because if they really wanted to catch their tail or whatever, they wouldn't run around in a circle like an idiot. They would just, like, lie down and, like, lean over, right? The same way you, like, grab your ankle. Yeah. You know? Like... Mm-hmm. Like, I see the dog, like, my sister's dog stick its whole, like, foot in its mouth. Of course it can reach its tail. That's true. That's true. And, yeah, like, you've seen, yeah. yeah. That the makes sense, but they can't catch it standing up, I guess. Yeah. I mean, that's like, that's like licking your elbow, right? No, you can't lick your elbow, though. I've met someone who can lick their elbow. So, so one out of a how, however many people can do it. Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, our sister had a friend who was like, if the dog got out of hand, she would like grab the dog's tail and wave it. And the dog would just go off for minutes just chasing <laughs> his own tail. So that's like, that's how they got it to like, <laughs> like get sidetracked from what it was barking at or something. They would just grab the tail and shake it and the dog would start going. Like for their dog or for like any dog? Their dog, just their dog. I've never had a dog that chased its own tail. I, uh, I've always I've, had short-tailed dogs. Uh, I see. That's the issue. I mean, Brady's not short-tailed, but she's also lazy. Yeah. She she won't walk in a circle to poop. <laughs> She'll just stand there and poop in a pile, or what? It's just it's like, I ain't gonna walk around. Dogs look so awkward when they're pooping. They just like. Well, that's because they 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 are always alert when they poop. Well, that's why they, they want to get in the bathroom with you when you're pooping, so they can keep guard over you. That's why they look at you, because they, they're looking at you to see if you see anything. Yeah. yeah. Just, so maybe we should stop looking at our dogs while they poop to make them Yeah, that, safer. I think that's, that's the weird thing. That's the real takeaway. You know how many times I've made eye contact with a pooping <laughs> dog? Too many, man. Way too many. And then they wink at you. It's weird. Start licking their lips. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> oh, man. Good final game. I learned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, give us a review, give us a like, tell a friend. Thanks for listening, and remember, there's always room for one more at the Backyard Bonfire. Mm-hmm.